Welcome to Be a Better Human podcast. And it is January 14, 2020. And I'm so happy that you tuned in this morning. Um, Today we're going to be talking about the authority of Jesus. And the rest of this month, we're going to be looking at different parables and how they all basically are pointing back to Jesus and his role that he played in this earth as our savior. And um, it also is really phenomenal how he was able to handle the opposition and the persecution that he that he was getting publicly on a regular basis um, from basically the, the pillars of the community were the ones coming after him. So imagine the pressure and, and the the um how hard that would be to be confronted constantly by crowds of people um coming at you and how Jesus always knew what to what to say and how to convey his message. But he had a, a lot of times he did it in parables because he knew these people that were coming against him from the kingdom of darkness, they had no desire to worship him or to know him. So he had to deal, he would deal with them, but then he would also deal with his actual chosen followers by speaking, but not really making it clear what he was saying. So uh, today we're going to be looking at Matthew chapter 21 and verse 23. And just follow along. We're going to pretty much uh, read all this down to pay uh, verse 35. And when he was come into the temple, the chief priests and the elders of the people came unto him as he was teaching and said, by what authority do you do these things? And who gave you this authority? Verse 24. And Jesus answered and said unto them, I also will ask you uh, uh, one thing, which if you would tell me, I uh, and likewise will tell you by what authority I do these things. The baptism of John, whence was it? From heaven or of men? And they reasoned with themselves, saying, If we shall say from heaven, he will say unto us, Why did ye not then believe him? And if we shall say of men, we fear the people, for all hold John as a prophet. And they answered Jesus and said, we cannot tell. And he said unto them, neither tell I you by what authority I do these things. Now, I'm going to start on stop at verse 27, actually, uh, right here, because there's then he starts into a, Jesus begins a parable. So here's the incident that occurs. Jesus is in the middle of ministering to I guess like a flock of people and here comes just interrupting what he was doing. Here comes a group of people and they're in this, in a, let's look at who they were. They were the chief priest and the elders and another translation. It had another group with them, but it definitely was the chief priests and the elders. Um, so this is, this is like a, quite a few people coming in to question Jesus. So they have already conspired that they're going to try to, you know, make him look bad in front of the people. They're going to try to, you know, see, they they really truly probably wanted to know because the way things worked back then 
was in order to really preach and teach, you had to go through their through their systems. So they had a religious system set up and they had it all figured out of how you get close to God, how you get in right standing with God. You have to do so many, you know, sacrifice, sacrificial offerings. You had to come through the chief priests. So really what we have here is a battle of them not being able to control Jesus. So the religious system was getting a little tired of having to compete with Jesus's philosophies. Well, we won't call them philosophies now, but back then that's the way they would have looked at Jesus is okay. Here comes this new philosopher. He's telling the people that they don't have to come through us to get right with God. You know, he's, he's giving them some other alternatives and it's, it, this is not going to work. So what they were coming, when they came to confront Jesus, they really were trying to do a showdown in front of the people, basically, to let the because they wanted Jesus to answer. They wanted to trick Jesus so that they could get the people to discredit. They were really trying to discredit who he was or his authority because they wanted to be able to say, you know, you didn't come through our through our programs. You didn't you know, you haven't been authorized to preach. You haven't been given permission to be from the church, from from the uh, Sanhedrin. I don't know if I'm saying that word right, but basically the the religious elite to do what you're doing, Jesus. So it's it's more of the, about that when it came to why they were confronting Jesus publicly and why they were choosing to do it the way they were doing it. Um, at this point, the people are really starting to flock to Jesus. They're really starting to buy into his ministry. And that was a triple threat to everything that this religious system had set up because they really depended on the people paying, I won't call them tithes, but paying alms and doing all these different things at the temple and going through all these ritualistic things to feel like they were closer to God and that they were, you know, okay with God. And so Jesus was letting them know in so so many simplistic ways that Jesus does that the real God doesn't require all these uh Hail Marys and 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 sacrificial things and he doesn't require all that. All he really wants is the real devotion of the human being and the and the love of the human being and for the person to really believe up upon Jesus who is our high priest. And so this is why I wanted to go ahead and talk about the context of the authority of Jesus. And this is such a deep topic that I'm going to spend maybe June and February on this topic. But I wanted to um, talk about how Jesus handled this because I've have I've spoken on this same scripture with uh, with different people, and I was surprised to find out that. This same scripture is being used to be to say that, you know, church authority is the ultimate. You have to listen to church authority and things like that. But in this particular passage, Jesus is talking about his own personal authority. He's not talking about any type of religious system, any type of religious entity or anyone's particular church. <clears throat> Jesus is specifically being questioned about his own authority to cast out demons, to preach, to teach. 
that is what the main issue was here. Now, when Jesus would answer them, talking about the baptism of John, he he um he knew their hearts and he knew that they weren't really worried about the right things. They weren't really trying to, you know, find out who Jesus was for anything other than to persecute him. So then he directed them back to who was the biggest supporter of him, which was John the Baptist. And John the Baptist was basically fulfilling prophecy because he had to come and be the forerunner to point people to to Christ. But once Christ came, he was supposed to decrease so that Jesus could increase. But even with John the Baptist being, you know, the wild man that he was and the forerunner, it was obvious in the community that John was the real deal. There was no, there was no um, qualms about it or no confusion about who John represented, John the Baptist represented, because he was also not a part of the religious system either, but he had the works and he had the, uh, the Holy Spirit empowering him. So the people were truly, you know, convinced that John the Baptist could be trusted with the message that he was bringing in the baptism that he brought. And then um, I'm going to get I'm going to I'm going to get to this on another day about the baptism of Jesus and how it was different from the from the baptism of John, that, that John was doing. But um, I want to stay on topic here today. And I wanted I wanted to go ahead and continue on in the same passage with the parable and the significance of the parable next week. But I want I want you to think about from this passage that I read today. When they asked Jesus, who gave you this authority? As if they know that he's not normal like he the things he's doing it's it, it's supernatural right everybody can 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 clearly see now that Jesus has authority over uh <clears throat> nature he has authority over evil spirits he has authority over um I think this was actually after he came in there and told them that his house was yeah this was also after the incident where Jesus came into the temple and he turned over the the money changers and said that his house was supposed to be a house of prayer, not of um a house of th- not a den of thieves. So they were upset with him already because of that incident, because he's challenging their system in front of all the people, challenging the system of them basically uh penny pinching the people, and uh causing them to think that the Lord is after their money basically or after their goods and, and and all those type of things and so it confuses the people and they're in there basically causing these people to have to um do so many sacrificial type of offerings and stuff there is almost the poor are really going for broke trying to keep up with all these ritualistic sacrifice sacrificial things and that's why he turned over the tables inside the temple uh saying that okay you guys got the wrong focus here that this is not what the Lord is, this is not what the real Lord wants. This is not what the father is after. So in the context of knowing that this incident has already taken place within maybe days of this confrontation by the elders and the chief priest, 
they really want him to explain to them how could he come into their temple, their their system, and criticize it openly in front of all those people, and then say that he was working for the Most High, saying that he was working for the Most High God, because they're supposed to be working for the Most High God, remember? And they, in the eyes of the people, they have the highest authority about what God wants and what God thinks and what he expects and all those things. So they were really, in a way, trying to save face a little bit, um, but they were also trying to put Jesus back in his place because they felt like, okay, he came in here and he's telling the people directly that this is not necessary. But we have to keep the people believing that this is necessary because this is how everything's set up. This is how it's always been. This is the way it's supposed to continue. And we can't have anybody coming in here disrupting our systems. The confrontation, Jesus really started this confrontation when he went into the temple and overturned the tables, calling it a, a den of thieves. And that, that, that the um, church was supposed to be a house of prayer. So when he did that, he already knew that that was going to get the attention of not just the people, but of the but of the system of darkness that has the people blinded. The system that is starting to blend their agenda with so-called the agenda of God. And there is no such thing as God having a certain agenda that can be blended with anything else. So once it starts being blended with something else, it no longer is is something that the Lord can accept. Um, so, so Jesus really put put them on defense when he when he did that. <clears throat> and so I want you to understand that as well. And so Jesus, when he didn't want to give them the answer to their question, it wasn't really um, that Jesus couldn't give it give them the straight answer. But whatever answer he gave them, they were already looking to charge him with blasphemy. That's what they ended up doing. And so if he would have said, I'm doing this on the father, on the on the authority of my father in heaven, this is what they would have tried to use against him later. So that's what he was doing. You know, he was doing it basically under the authority of his father in heaven. And instead of just saying that, because he knows that's not what they was going, they would ever accept. And it's something they would try to use against Jesus later. He had to, you know, a- answer their question with a question. That was that was just genius. Jesus, Jesus, me, I'm I, I'm telling you, Jesus was so he was so phenomenal in, in the way he dealt with things. So, um, then they got shut down basically because they couldn't really trap him, uh, in that in, in what they were trying to get him to say. So then, when he starts the parable, which like I said, we would get to next week. Um, I want you to be thinking about or just read this, read this passage and see what you see, what jumps out at you as you read through it. And if you don't have time to read through it, well, I'm going to finish reading through it next week. And I just want to leave that with you is um, another passage of scripture. The Lord says he's given all authority in heaven and in the world to come um, in, in on earth and in the world to come. And so he does actually say that in another passage. And he says, there's no way to the father, but through him, he is the truth and the life and none cometh to the most high God, the father, but through me. 
So he he does make it plain who he was and in 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 um his mission, but he did it in certain circles, and and then it eventually word got out to all the world who he was and what he, what his mission was. But I'm saying there was times when he was confronted by evildoers and and workers of iniquity that were trying to get him to um identify himself to them so that they could persecute him further. And so it's just amazing um all these different things that are being brought out as I look at this topic, the authority of Jesus. And so I just want to pray. I've been led today to just go ahead and do a prayer. And um I just pray, dear God, that whoever listens to this podcast, dear God, that they will they will be obedient to you, dear God, that they will be able to see that you have ultimate authority over everything uh, in our lives and in this world, in the world to come, and that we will not get caught up on religions and caught up on doctrines of men, but that we will understand, dear God, that the authority of you, of Jesus is plain as day. It's, it's, it's straightforward, and it's for us to be baptized with your Holy Spirit, dear God, and that we were renewed and become little Christ, and you become an indwelling part of us, and that we then are able to do the works that you've called us to do for the kingdom, dear God. I thank you so much for this day. I thank you so much for your glorious son, and I thank you, dear God, that everything that we do be under your authority, not authority of men, but under your authority in who you have called us to be. And we just pray, dear God, this at, at this moment in this time. In Jesus' name, amen. And so I hope this was a blessing to you. I hope that you continue to continue to tune in this month. And we will continue to this talk on the authority of Jesus. And have a great, great week. Much love.